Hey peeps, I am Halo and this is uh, man. and welcome to Scene Screen where we talk about the scenes we see on both the big and small screens. And this week we are looking at Wanda Vision episode 8 and there has been some amazing stuff that's gone on in this episode. But before I go into that, I want to do a small recap of what happened last week. Last week, we had a bit of a filler episode, in my opinion. I don't care what you're saying. It was filler. Uh, but it was interesting because we had it shot from the perspective of The Office and with some modern family feel to it as well. Um, last week, I believe Kurtman said that he was getting some uh, Claire Dunphy vibes. And you know what? Claire Dunphy was one of my favorite characters on Modern Family, so I was like really happy when he said that. <laughs> Um, but we really started to see that Wanda was really starting to lose a bit of control and that her depression was really starting to consume her in this world that she um, had allegedly built. And so um, as she started to progress in her depression, we see that Vision um, has met up with Darcy and he's trying to get information from Darcy. And uh, the basic questions such as, are his children safe? She didn't know. Uh, is Pietro who he says he is? She had no clue. Um, and so she was able to fill him in on more of the background of who he was and where he came from. And as they're making their way back to where the house is, where the family is, they find that there are things that are constantly stopping them and obstructing them from getting home. At the same time, we see that the kids are noticing that the world that they are living in is starting to change and that they are um, feeling the effects of that. And as uh, Wanda meets up with the kids, Agnes comes in and says, you know what, Wanda, you clearly need a day to yourself and relieves her of her children. Uh, what I thought was quite interesting, I might save this point for when we go into the conversation. In fact, I'm going to save this point. <laughs> so you have to hang out for the podcast. Um, she takes the kids off uh, and Wanda is still trying to, you know, figure out what is happening and also deal with her despondency, so to speak. At this time, we see that uh, Miranda Rambo, Rambo oh. is trying to get in. She meets up with this nobody who gives her this little spacecraft to get her in. And after the attempt of trying to get in with the spacecraft, no luck. She runs in there and she finally comes into who she is meant to be, the superhero within, and it was a great transformation. So um, it, I, I want to hear your thoughts. Leave it for us in the comments. What did you think of this whole transformation experience? She comes in, she nails it with the superhero landing, even though she was basically standing. She still dropped a hand down. I had to look up filled with power as she's able to see things not just with regular sight but with her new enhanced ability and she makes her way to Wanda's house. Now the cool thing that we see here is the standoff starts to happen. Rambo busts in Wanda's like what are you doing here and Miranda is trying to tell her what is going down and Wanda ain't hearing none of that. She lifts her up cast her outside the house and they have the conversation going on the neighbors are watching and yes Agna sees what's about to happen too and she comes and tries to break it up while Rambo is pleading for her to see the truth and for her to live her truth and to accept the pain that she's going through because she herself has experienced the same thing and that's why she's dedicated to trying to help Wanda get through this time 
And as she starts to get through to Wanda, Agnes takes her away. And we see Wanda go right back into her clouded depression and refusing to give up the world that she has built. And so with that being said, we see Wanda at Agnes's house. She's asking where the kids are. Agnes says, check down in the basement. They're probably playing down there. And as she goes down there, we hear purring from a rabbit. We see some vines in the basement. We see some weird signs. We see some weird sculptures. We see some weird books. And the next thing we know, we see Agnes coming through with her rabbit. She puts a little spell, a little hex on Wanda. Purple eyes light up. And Agnes comes out and says, look, you didn't think you were the only witch here in Westview, did you? And our mouths are dropped. We're saying, oh, snap, what is about to go down here? And as we about to see things go into black, we hear it was Agatha all along. And it talks about how she's behind the scenes working certain things. And man... I love the song. We love the things. In fact, I heard it like probably 10 times this week. Uh, and then we see at after all that is done, the end credit scene. We see Rambo looking into the basement. She sees the vines. She's about to go in there. And we see Pietro show up and saying, Snoop are going snoop. Rambo's eyes look purple and we fade to black. And that's where we are today. And with that being said, I want you to hear some news and announcements from my man, Kurtman, right here. Right, so before we get into the episode this week, um, we have our social media handles that we want to tell you about. So we've got um, our, on Instagram and uh, Facebook, we have Scene Screen 113. That's Scene Screen 113. That's if you want to check us out on Facebook and on Twitter. And we're also starting a, a superhero um, fan community. Uh, and that's going to be, that's called Super Scene, Super Scene 113. So if you want to uh, join that, then we'd love to have you there. We'd love to have you be a part of the conversation. Um, in other news, the, we have the confirmation of the new Loki series that's going to be hitting Disney Plus on June the 11th. Uh, the Winter Soldier, that will be hitting uh, screens next month, March 19th. And bro, I don't know how we're going to get any sleep because the day before that is Justice League. And Justice League is supposed to be uh, four hours long, so I don't know how we're going to manage to watch that and then start uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yesterday, um, the title of Spider-Man 3 was confirmed. I don't know if you saw it, bro. There was a kind of a, a fake out from the stars, uh, Tom Holland, um, Zendaya, and uh, um, the other guy, I forget his name in the, in the movie. Um, they all announced on Twitter what they thought was going to be the Spider-Man 3 title, um, but they were all wrong. They were all fake-outs. And um, they did a video yesterday um, where they were leaving the director's room and they confirmed that the, the title for Spider-Man 3 is going to be No Way Home. Lending itself to all the rumors about the multiverse and the different Spider-Mans coming, coming into play. But that's, that's not what we're here to talk about. We are here to talk about WandaVision. Uh, WandaVision episode 8 
this week's title was called Previously On. Yeah, bro, what did you think of this episode? I actually was so relieved <laughs> when I finished this episode because I don't know. I was I was I must have been in a bad mood last week. I was not pleased whatsoever with episode seven, but episode eight definitely redeemed itself. You know, we start off by seeing that. You know, Agatha is being dragged in by the other witches, uh, and she's actually part of a coven. I was wondering, why are they asking her if she's a witch, if she's part of a coven? <laughs> uh, but you know what? You know, sometimes you just need to just ask go the questions, flow. Go the flow. Uh, especially of the, the, the female persuasion. Yeah, I said it. They ask questions that they know the answers to. Do you love me? Of course we love you. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here, you know? Uh, and so as they ask her that, she says, yes, you know, I'm a witch. And she's trying to play like, you know, she is, you know, vulnerable, like she's distraught, like she has no idea what's going on, like she's innocent. Oh, I just love that whole play acting there, and the mom was like, quit playing. And so, you know, I, as, as I watched this episode, I kept thinking that the, the name of this episode should be Witch, Please. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because as Agatha saying, hey, you know, I need you guys to teach me. Her mom's like, Witch, Please. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you go on and submit that to Disney and see how they uh, <laughs> see if they'll change that <laughs> it'll be Disney Black <laughs> uh, so, so yeah what were your thoughts on that scene so far I mean my goodness um, it, it was very harsh you didn't realize till halfway through the scene that the kind of lead person there was Agatha's mother. Um, and the fact that she wanted to take out her own door, I thought that was, that was, uh, that was kind of deep, um, but gave us a reminder from the get go, just, you know, told us outright that Agatha is very powerful. Um, I, I can't, don't know how many people were there trying to take her out. Um, but she was able to um, absorb their power. Um, it was a bit like um, Bishop from the X-Men. Um, his powers, he was able to absorb um, energy from, from others. And that, that seemed to be what was happening here. But um, she's also been around the block quite a bit. Maybe I shouldn't use the phrase around the block. She's been around for a while. Uh, because this <laughs> this was in the 16th century, I think, um, and obviously we're we're up, up to 2021, so we don't know what she's been doing whole, this whole time. Um, but it, it wasn't. Whilst we left last week saying it was Agatha all along, kind of wasn't because she was asking a lot of questions this week. She was trying to get to the bottom of what was happening which I, did, I didn't think that this was the direction the show was gonna um, necessarily go in this week i agree with you 100 percent because i honestly thought that this whole episode would be dedicated on or at least split between vision and what was going to happen with wanda and rambo um vision was basically nowhere to be seen in this whole episode except for like maybe a couple spots 
So I was really surprised at the direction that they took. I really enjoyed the direction that they took. Um, I thought it was cool, like you said, that they're trying to destroy her. She's sitting there making it seem like she's weak. But then she turns around and she sucks them dry. She drains them of everything. And I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> I don't know who they mess it with. You know, and then when you see this weird kind of like Tierra crown thing come on yeah. her mom's head while she's trying to fight her. I was like, there is some that has to be significant. That has to be the, the leading meaning that she was supposed to be a very powerful um, witch, but her daughter had greatly surpassed mm. her. And it seemed like it was the same type of crown that Wanda's supposed to have, you know, later on as she progresses. Because, yes. you know, in the comics, you see her with that same type of shape yes. on her head. Even in the Halloween episode, she had that same type of shape on her head for her yeah. costume. Um, yeah, that's that's a, a throwback to the costume in the in the comics. Yeah, I, I, I I'm not as enthusiastic about this episode as you are. Um, I'm a little bit not disappointed, but oh, fans, about <laughs> to get interesting in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It just didn't go the way I wanted it to go. I, you know, I was saying last week that I expected a massive cliffhanger. Um, we got a big reveal to a certain degree, but eh, that's how I felt about the episode. It's a bit, mm, it was all right, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 it's funny how the roles are reversed. I. You said that last week you wanted, you were left kind of wanting a bit more. And this is how I feel this week. Um, just feel, just not what I wanted. Now, I, I can I can completely see what you're saying there. And I get that. You know, sometimes uh, when you don't get what you're expecting, because last week I was, I was like, you know, I want an hour. I don't know why I expect an hour. They never said they were going to give us an hour. I heard yeah. rumors. Uh I said I wanted more. I wanted to find out who Pietro was sooner. Uh, it, like I said, I felt like it was a filler episode. And so I felt really let down by that. And I think the reason why I enjoyed this episode so much was because the way that they gave the background, it didn't seem like it was senseless. Mm. They they really found a way to tie everything together in terms of what we saw and why we saw it thus far. And a bit of background in terms of who Wanda actually was. Yeah. Um, and so I appreciated all those nuggets and it made sense to me why they would add that in um, before they wrapped up the season. And so that's why I was like, you know what, I, it's different than what I thought it was because I was expecting to see, you know, Vision really fight the elements to get back. Uh, but, you know, being the fact that I didn't really get that this episode, what I did get, I was fine with because um, the things that I saw made everything make more sense to me. Uh, so, like I said, I get where you're coming from. I was, like you said, I was living there last week. I I built the house there last week, uh, and so I think because the, last week was so bad in my opinion, when I saw this, I was like, I can go back to being calm. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we left the episode last week. So I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think that there was lots of good stuff in terms of delving into the psyche of Wanda and getting some explanation as to what has been happening based on my previous trauma and how that's affected like the present. 
so definitely was some good stuff and, and, and you know some really cool scenes but we left last week's episodes saying it was Agatha all along but we start this week and Agatha don't know what's going on <laughs> Agatha <laughs> You know, you're right. What was Agatha all along Wait, doing? What this like, is she was there all along. That's basically what the song meant. She was there all along. Because <laughs> she don't know what, like you said, she don't know who Wanda nope. is. She doesn't know why Wanda built this thing. She has zero idea what's happening. And she doesn't even know how powerful this, you know, she is. She's like, who are you? Why are you doing this? Where's this power coming from? What made you do yeah. this? So, so, yeah, no, I get you. Yeah, yeah, I, I <laughs> the song is really yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was an awesome reveal. I, I love the song, but yeah, I, because it, it kind of throws up more questions than it does answers. Because if Wanda did what she did, as we'll, we'll go through later on, how does this affect Agatha? Like, how did Agatha come to be part of the hex and see this as an opportunity to, um, in you know, interact with with Wanda. Um, was it the fact that she changed the reality? Was you know, was Agatha just a, a resident in Westview um, at the time of the Wanda building the hex, or was it just the the fact that she used this power to such an extent that she went to go investigate? Like it, just stuff like that. And it didn't really it created more questions for me than it did answers to, to some degree. Um, no, I hear that. I hear that, and I think what what I think happened in this episode from the basement when they're when they're down there and she's talking to her, and she's seeing that Wanda really doesn't have a clue. Like she sees that Wanda tries to use her power when there is supposed to be clear evidence that she can't because of the things on mm. the wall. Um, and I think that Agatha is very curious by Wanda, and that's why she came. Like she is existing all this time, and she sees this huge blip on her radar in terms of magic. Now, we know that Doctor Strange is a very magical person, so that should have blipped, but according to what we're seeing here, you know, she sees that there's some weird magic happening in a particular part of America, and she needs to go and investigate what it is. And so she says, how did you do this? How did you control all this? How did you make this all work? And so she's starting to display the stuff that, you know, Wanda should have consciously done to make this whole thing come together. And she's kind of seeing that Wanda is looking a bit puzzled. And so when I'm seeing this scene, it's making me think that Agatha is looking to, in a sense, uh, mentor Wanda. Because she sees that this person who's done this great thing has done it out of reflex. Now, um, do you remember Spawn with Michael John yes. White yeah, back I do. in the day? You know, he was like he was using his powers out of reflex, but he wasn't really doing it out of you know conscious thought in, in the beginning. Yes, yes. And he needed to be trained in that. And I see that same kind of storyline happening here, where Agatha's like looking at her, saying, "You're so powerful, but you have no clue what you're doing." You're just used to, do, to reading people's minds and to moving things around, but you don't know what you're capable of. And so I need to see how did we get here so I can know where to take you next. And that's why I think she she took her on that journey, you know. Even though now before we go into the journey, I can't I can't finish the basement scene without talking about the fact that the rabbit ate the rabbit's the bird. Weird. I was like, 
I was like, what? I don't like that rabbit. I don't like that rabbit. No, that rabbit was weird. The rabbit's purring. The rabbit's eating birds. The rabbit is obviously confused as to what it's supposed to be. I mean, cats eat birds. Rabbits no. don't. I mean, once again, if you're if you're big into you know studying animals and you know differently, please leave it in the comment. I will read it. I will concede. But as far as I know, I used to have a rabbit. He didn't eat no bird. <laughs> he ate some carrots and some other things. So I don't know. <laughs> but you know, seeing her take her and go on this journey, um, she then took her to um, her family home uh, in Sokovia. Yes. I might be no, no, the name. That's right. yeah, she took her to her family home. And uh, the thing that I liked about that scene there is that it helped you to kind of explain the the obvious, which was the TV shows, but also the accents. Because yeah. um, in my mind, what I got from Pietro saying, hey, you know, it's movie night. We are supposed to speak in English. You know, we're putting aside our Sokovian roots for now. We're trying to embrace this uh, this culture, embrace this language. Um so whenever the show is on, for at least I can only explain it for the season. I can't explain it for the past movie peeps. So, <laughs> you know, this needs to work that out. But for this season, whenever she's speaking with a clean uh, American accent, clean English accent, uh, it's because she's embracing the reality that she's built. But when she starts to get, you know, heated and in a mood, like when she came out to go face Hayward with the guards, she started to have her Sokovian accent. Like she was dropping that reality she built and she was about to unleash something and tap into where she came from. And so that's kind of what I picked up from that scene there is that the more that she speaks with a clean accent, she's embracing this false reality, running from her truth um, and trying to lean into this this illusion that she's created for herself um so that way she can have a bit of peace in the midst of her grief yeah um i think it was i think at the start there would have been a lot of chatter about wonder vision and why it was being filmed in like the 50s and 60s or seemingly being set there um this kind of gave us an insight as to why wonder went back to those eras because it was safe for her. It was a, a happier time um, when she was with her whole family. Um, and there was kind of security there and, you know, warm, warm feelings, warm memories about what used to be. Um, and so it's pro probably no coincidence that when she does create the hex, that that's where her vision start off um, because that was uh, that was a time where Wonder was happy so she she almost was jumping from you know almost inserting herself into um, old memories as it were no 100% true man I, no I get that um, and, and I think that it was cool how they talked about mischief you know saying how there was some slight um, funny quirks there. Um, it was going to be a little bit bad, but not a type of vibe where you should feel completely low and bitter about it. It's just there to help build the story and make it fun. And so that's why she kind of leaned into that, you know, the Dick Van Dyke show, um, I Dream of Jeannie, and all the way up, you know. So it, it, it did make complete sense to me when I saw that. And I heard that explanation from the family about, you know, why they're watching that show and what mischief yeah. is. Yeah. Um, we also got like a pretty cool callback to 
uh, the Age of Ultron um, because the we we see Wonder and, and Pietro grown up in in the movie Age of Ultron and they say why they're angry at Tony Stark because there was a missile um, there was an explosion in where they lived and they saw a missile that said Stark Industries on it um, and that I recently watched Age of Ultron again this week so that was just a a nice callback to the film because there was they just kind of put on film uh, the stuff that they were talking about in the movie and did you notice how speaking of that missile I was like, did you change the reality? Did you make it where the bomb didn't go off? Did you, you know, what did you do? Did you use a hex on it? Did you use a spell? And, you know, one is like, no, it just didn't go off. And she says, oh, okay, so you guys were safe the whole time. It's kind of like a coincidence type thing. So it's like, Agatha's feeling around saying, did you do something to actually stop it? Even though in that scene, we see her about to use her magic to actually stop it. She says that when she was actually young, she didn't do anything. So, like, that kind of just confirms to me that she's just trying to get more of an interest into how much magic do you actually know? What are you, like, are you using it to protect yourself in any way, or are you just experiencing it, throughout, you know, as a reflex? Yeah, this goes back to what I was saying to you earlier, because in the Halloween episode, we saw uh, Agatha, Agnes, interact with Vision and she says she says to him like you're dead and this is like a big revelation for Vision because he clearly says to what is what is going on but then Agatha's here and she's asking these questions and it's like well have you not seen Wanda before like like you don't have any idea I understand that she's trying to like understand her powers, but she just has like no idea, seemingly no idea of who Wanda is. But she's able to understand who Vision is. I, I don't know. I just, maybe maybe I need some coffee, bro. I don't know. Maybe I'm just um, I'm tired or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying there, and that makes sense. The thing that I think that might explain that scene. Is and I don't want to jump too far ahead because you know kind of follow sequence. But as we later find out, Vision was actually created by Wanda. Yeah. The Vision that we're in Wanda Vision with isn't actually no. Vision; it's an illusion. And so I think that Agatha is able to see that he's not a real being and that he's actually dead. But he's just an illusion that Wanda has created. And Wanda has given this illusion the ability to kind of have free will. So that way she can have a type of love that's genuine um, with the imprint from the original vision. And that whole thing is really deep when you think Ooh. about it. <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah, I, I wasn't... I wasn't... I. Oh, yeah, and Kevin Feige, you owe me a, a thank you because I'm sure you're thinking, how am I going to explain that scene? There you go. <laughs> um, I, I guess we all thought that it was going to be like the the re reanimated body of Vision um, that was in the hex. But it was more like um, a memory, Vision, one is a vision, memory of Vision come to life. But, this also throws up another question, literally just as I'm talking to you here. 
we saw in the scene um, a few episodes back that Haywood said that Wanda came and stole Vision's body. But that's not true. See, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm skipping ahead, yeah. I'm skipping ahead. You, you're jumping, but yeah, oh, see, he uh, yeah, saved that point. Peeps, we got some stuff we are going to delve into today. The next scene that we see Agatha take Wanda to is the testing of Hydra. You know, she goes in there. The guy's like, uh, what are we doing? No one's ever surviving. He stops the microphone saying, shh, what are you doing? Don't tell her this. Wanda you know, is standing there, and she's staring into the Tesseract. And as she's staring into it, it kind of does this explosion, and she sees this figure looking back at her. At first, I thought it was the memory stone. I'm yes. like, wait, how yes. did the Tesseract become the memory stone? Yes. You know? Because uh, it's yellow. But it's not the memory stone, in my opinion. I think she's looking in to her, her inner self to see Scarlet Witch. Because the figure is shaped like Scarlet Witch. It has that head tiara thing like Scarlet Witch. The same thing that, you know, Agatha's mom had when she was trying to fight her. And that's just letting her know that she's actually unlocking her her abilities and her powers from that point. Because um, I think up until that point, um, she hadn't really utilized her powers on screen because she was in the bomb shelter with her, well, she was with the bomb with her brother, and then now she's with the terrorist group. And I, and I like how Agnes was like, so you had this tragedy and you joined terrorists. You know what's funny about um, Agatha, right, is that she has the that that kind of brooch that she took from her mom at the beginning of the episode. Um, and because the brooch is white and Agatha's wearing all black, she kind of looks a little bit like a nun because it looks like, you know, the kind of like dog collar thing that like a nun might wear or, or a, a priest. But she's not behaving like a nun. <laughs> she, she, she's got no, she, no, no, it no. just made me chuckle because like she, she she's rolling around looking like she's um, like a member of the 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 church but she's not doing that at all um going back to what you were saying there it does seem like the tesseract gave uh wanda her powers um something within her kind of woke up the tesseract and maybe even woke up um, something within her and I, I think the image that we saw coming out of what looked like the, the Mind Stone was definitely Wanda uh, you know definitely a, f- a future image of of Wanda but um, I guess the again I feel like I'm being very miserable on this podcast today bro I'm sorry I, I don't know I yeah how do we explain Pietro's powers then they're twins well, all right. Yeah, I get that. I get that, and that's what I'm thinking. I'm wondering um, if if it's not so much a hundred percent the Tesseract, whereas mm. it's the yeah. mutant gene. You know what I'm saying? Because, like you said, there are twins. I think the Tesseract was just used to enhance whatever was inside of them, because they didn't get the same powers. They got specific powers to themselves, and the same thing happened with Rambo when she went through the hex. That you know that last time you know she changed into who she was it just re- revealed mm. what was inside of her the whole time that was sleeping 
and so I think that that's kind of what we're experiencing <laughs> is that, and once again, Kevin Feige, you're welcome, uh, is that, you know, the, the Tesseract just, you know, enhanced what was inside, whereas the average person would just die because the, the effects of the Tesseract touching or being around a regular human being would just overwhelm probably the cells or the matter that makes up that human being, whereas these people are mutated and they have special abilities mm-hmm. and they're not affected the same um, way. The thing I thought was cool was that in the next scene, when she's sitting there watching the TV, they're reviewing the footage of her being in there with the Tesseract. You know, one second she's standing, the next second she's just laid out on the ground. And that's where we see our first um, sharp, hard edit, like quick edit. She's actually manipulating reality from that very moment. And then she starts to use it later on in the series that we watch today. So I think that's cool how, you know, the Tesseract helped her to tap into her powers and she used the ability from then. And it just shows that she has the ability to manipulate Um, reality. It was an, yeah, just, it was an interesting way to showcase how, um, like Wanda's origin story, which I guess this episode really is, um, how this episode is Wanda's origin story. So from there, we move to the Avengers compound. Although we know it, we just don't sometimes fully appreciate like the, the sense of loss that Wanda's had to experience. You know, losing her parents, her home, um, possibly even her country, you know, with all the, the stuff that was going on there, um, and then losing her brother. And now she's in a different country, surrounded by these superhero guys and like she's on her own like she and she, again she's finding comfort in watching uh Markham in the middle it's here that we see like the first kind of uh kind of genuine interaction between wonder and vision that's you know that's not on the battlefield um and he, you know he's trying he he's explaining to wonder that he doesn't he doesn't feel grief he doesn't um feel what she would feel but he says a really what i think is an amazing line um he says uh he says what is grief if it's not love persevering i thought whoa that's that's a deep line that's a really um um cool way of putting um grief into perspective he was the cynic in me. It was deep. I'm not gonna lie. It was it was deep. So then I thought I was like, what does that actually mean? <laughs> I was like, so you know, I was, like, I was like, you're a robot. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> love perseverance. I was like, no, I'm hurt. He's trying to keep I'm the sad. focus on love. He, that's that's what I got out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I like no, nah, Kevin. You don't need to explain that a bit deeper, man. I wasn't feeling that line. No, it's a deep line. I ain't gonna lie. I know all of America and the rest of the the MCU's hate me right now. I don't care. I was like, love, perseverance, and grief. I'm like, no. <laughs> when I'm sad, I'm missing the person. I love them, and I'm missing them because I love them. And I don't feel joy at that particular moment. So I don't know. It, it sounded deep. But one of those lines, I don't, think I, about it. Is it really that deep? <laughs> I don't think it's encouraging. I don't think it was about joy necessarily, but just the, the, the fact. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Oh, I got you. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, which, please? 
That's definitely the title for this week's podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, we can tell you ain't never lost nobody because that didn't make no sense. Jarvis need to just be an AI and stick to it. Go make me some. Go turn the lights on or something. That's it. (laughs) Trying to cover somebody. And then he knew it wasn't that tight. That's why he laughed immediately after. He's like, oh, Yeah, that was strange. Like, I thought humor. that too. I was <laughs> like, He didn't understand the concept of humor like two seconds ago, but then all of a sudden he does. It's, yeah, bizarre. Bizarre. No, all right, peeps. I'm just poking at you guys. It was a deep line. I know some other hurting right now. Like, come on, Halo. That's me. <laughs> it was deep. I'm just poking. Um, but here's what I thought was cool. And this is what I was, I was saving for this particular part of the conversation. Wanda said, mm. Vision, come on in. Like, she knew he wanted to come in. She didn't see mm. him, but she sensed that he wanted to come in. Now, if you notice, on episode eight, when she's sitting down with her boys, she hears a knock on the door. Her face is facing straight at the TV, and she says, Agnes, yeah. come in, basically. Like, hello, Agnes. She didn't see yeah. Agnes. She just knew it was Agnes. I was like, okay, that must mean something, you know? Because remember, her son was saying, like, I like the rabbit because he's quiet, like you, Agnes, on the inside, you know? So there are moments where, whether it's a mistake by Marvel or whether it just shows that, you know, one is able to have these abilities that are able to see deep uh, and reach deep past, you know, different boundaries, where she's able to kind of just know and get past these barriers, these mental barriers that are trying to be put up. Because I th- I'm pretty sure that Vision was supposed to be very complicated. I'm not sure how able, how easy she is to be able yeah, to read yeah. her mind, because um, he's a robot, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I guess maybe because she is a telepath that the principle still applies, even if it's artificial intelligence. But again, I guess that it... Mm. Um, just shows just how powerful you know wonder is even though it was a sad scene it was a nice to see that you know what it was the genuine wonder and vision as opposed to whatever <laughs> whatever is going on in that hex no it was it was it was a really sweet scene because i mean i ain't gonna lie when i saw it i was like you know it's yeah. nice to see how it all actually began because you're thinking how did this guy who was supposed to make sure she didn't go anywhere after she had that incident on yes. uh, um, Civil War. Uh, you know, how did they actually become friends? How did they actually end up making yeah. up this relationship to be where they are today? And that's what happens. You know, she suffers through the loss of her brother. Vision's there for her and he tries to comfort her. And you see that he clearly has an affection towards her. Because he he wanted to be there and he wanted to make sure that he wasn't yeah. overstepping her boundaries, um, and that's why he yeah, laughed to um, show the human side of himself. I, I only know this because I, I watched it this week. But in Age of Ultron, when you know the Ultron is is uh, kind of separating the city of Sokovia from the the mainland, and it's rising into the air, and then um, mm. you know Iron Man has a plan to make that make Sokovia explode um, and so everybody's having to like leave the jump off the this elevating city um, at the end uh, it's a vision that saves Wanda 
he comes, swoops in, and carries her off the the city. It's a very, very small blink and you're missing type scene. But um, yeah, just thought it was interesting that he was the one that saved her um, in the film. Um, Oh, yeah, I, had, I, I could not even remember that. See, look at Vision. He's trying to play from back then. He's like, nah, this is my woman. <laughs> I claim this one. <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah, it's just yeah, just uh, just a nice nice moment and nice to see them. You like like you said, starting their kind of relationship off together. No, no, that's good. And I'm like I said, I'm glad they added that scene in there. And that's what I said. This just seemed like a really nice, well-rounded um, episode in terms of that backstory. Because very rarely do you get a very good um, chunk of, of backstory where it all makes sense. You say, oh, I get it. And I see what they're trying to do. And I see where it could possibly go. So that's why I really um, enjoyed this episode. The thing that I thought was interesting was... The next time, the next scene that we see is that we see Wanda inside Sword, he- sword inside Sword, sword headquarters. <laughs> I can't even say the word headquarters. Inside Sword headquarters, Sword 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 headquarters. Oh my goodness, tongue twister. Uh, yeah, inside Sword headquarters, and uh, and she wants to see Vision. Now we're gonna skip past some of these, you know, little bits and go right to the meat of the right to the whole heart of the matter. Hayward is saying, "Look, you know." Not everything I has the ability to bring someone back to life. So, what are you doing? I was like, see, man's got a plan here. He's trying to work an angle. That's what she said. Let it come back here. Let, her, um, let it come in. Yeah, and, you know, uh, sorry, I'd skipped ahead earlier in the conversation, but um, there's a, a video that Hayward shows to Darcy, maybe, and maybe Agent Wu of Wonder coming breaking into sword, stealing Vision's body and, you know, out of there. So, number one, he's lying because that, that video was completely doctored. Um, and that's not what happened at all. Um, so, this this guy... Well, wait, I'm going to stop you there. Was it doctored or was the narration just lied about? Because if you think about the video, we saw her going through the glass... We saw her there. Did um, maybe she did attack? I don't remember if she attacked him or not. But I just remember that we saw her yeah. actually go down there. That was true. But then, like you said, the 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 whole backstory on that video was a lie. Cause um, yeah. So the, he would obviously kind of position himself as the the bad guy um, or another villain in this show. Um, he's well I, I guess we, we're still we're still going through it like as it was so he's he gets worse he gets worse yeah so I think as well like he's trying to trigger her when he's talking to her he says you know you have the ability to bring him back you know she says well I'm his next of kin basically you know he's, he's we're family and she says I want to bury him he's like I'm not going to let you bury three billion you know dollars worth of vibranium which you know in my notes I was like wait a minute 
Wanda, you don't need to have a funeral for this dude, you know. Have a memorial or whatever, fine. But you don't need to bury this robot. He's a robot. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing? So I was, you know, not, not to be the bad guy, but I was on Hayward's side for that conversation. I was like, no, you're not burying this equipment. <laughs> not happening, no. But then he's like, he's yeah. not yours yeah. to take. He's not yours. And with him saying that, yeah. she's like, no, nah, I'm going in. Um, I'm, I'm coming down now. <laughs> So so yeah, I think I think that Hayward is actually part yeah, of the Android, infiltrated sword. There's more to more to him than meets the eye. It's weird because when he was introduced to us, he was introduced as a really close um, friend of Monica's mum or Rambo's mum. So it's weird that he's suddenly turned into the bad guy all of a sudden. Uh, well, not all of a sudden, but he's going to end up being a bad guy. So, he's just, uh, yeah, weird, I think. And when you're saying Monica, I keep calling her Miranda. Deep down side, we all know she's not a Monica. She's a Miranda. She has the attitude of a Miranda. <laughs> I keep calling her Miranda. It's Monica. But, you know, it's true. Like, he acts like he's he's part of this core group. Like, he's part of the whole essence of where S.W.O.R.D. came from because, you know, her mom was the one that kind of started this thing. And he's he's compromised. He's clearly compromised. And that's why he kind of, you know, separated Wu, um, Monica. I was about to say Miranda got Monica from the group and Darcy. And he's trying to really um, have his way with getting vision back up to his vision. Yeah, I went there with a the double name. Uh, but I thought it was interesting how, you know, she just says, I can't feel you. And then she goes out to the car and she sees the deed, mm. the envelope for you know, um, for Westview. Yeah. And so here's my question. She gets in the Westview and there's a couple people that the camera focuses on as she's driving in. Now, there's the obvious like lingering one where we see um, the boss's mm-hmm. wife sitting at the at the coffee table and we see the dude um, nailing yes. up the, uh, the the piano lessons. But the the black guy who's walking in front of her car as soon as she's entering Westview, and then the other guy who is like carrying the food delivery boxes with the camera lingered on a little bit longer as well. I'm wondering, are one of these two guys the missing witness for the FBI? Um, what do you mean, bro? Oh, so remember, Agent Wu was originally sent to Westview to look for a missing um, FBI. Um, right. Uh, yes. 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 All right. Yeah. And that's how we got the FBI involved in this. And so I'm thinking, I want to take a guess because I, I know a lot of people saying no, the the missing witness is actually probably one of the really big bads that's supposed to be revealed. Um, but I want to say it could be one of these two guys, um, and that their storylines can be developed a little bit later. Um, why? Because it's all about fun predictions, and I'm actually jumping the gun because we're doing predictions already. But I just wanted to say it could be one of these two guys that they're probably more significant than what the yeah, I'm on. I think the um, I think the black guy was Herb, um, and the delivery guy was the the postman. Um, but I, I agree. I think there's a little bit more to them. Um, what that is, I'm not I'm not too sure just yet. Um, well, yeah, I think it was. You know, I think it was Herb. Yeah, I think so. Because I think we were used to seeing Herb in different costumes, and you know, with a big afro and all that kind of stuff. So I think it was Herb. Well, yeah. 
A little goatee and stuff, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you it might be Herb. But if it ain't Herb in the next episode, I'm going to mention it in the next podcast. I'm going to say, uh, Kurt, man. <laughs> yeah, this has been a very contentious podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, so Wanda goes, she, she goes to where they would have lived together, Wonder and Vision. And baby girl goes off. Mm-hmm. She goes way up the chain, way up the scale. Um, she's doing stuff that I don't. I don't think she's in control of what she's doing. She's just. This is just like a manifestation of her grief, um, and trying to. Well, they said in the last episode. They said it again here um, that Wanda needs to face her truth. Uh, Rambo said that last week, yeah, and and um, Agatha said it this week. Um, so, yeah, this is just seeming is seemingly a vessel for wanted to hide her pain um, and to not deal with the actual reality. Um, and you know, in, in previous episodes, she said, "This is my home." Um, so, she's yeah, she's not looking to. You know, this is this is it for her. This is what she wants. Well, you know, she's actually not lying because on the deed it said it was her home, and you know, and it was funny because I, I actually paused and I read the deed as well. It was saying how she had the right to defend her property and that she it was it was going to be for her and her heirs forever. And I was like, oh, okay. And so that's what she's doing. She's defending her property and she's making sure that her children are entitled to have the property after they're gone as well, forever. So that's what she's thinking. I'm not letting go. This is mine. Um and after that scene like you said when she just lets go and lets her emotions out and everything starts to change. I looked at some of the cool things happening in the in the background. So uh, the first wave that goes through the town, you see the billboard change to um, to black and white. And on that black and white billboard, it says, washing your life oh, and changing with nice. a snap. And I was like, okay, there you go. Um, and then as you see the uh, the movie cinema, the, the titles change from what's being shown to um, big red, uh, now showing big red color, kidnapped oh, and then it moves on to the next thing i was like oh that's that's pretty clever as well for the black and white thing uh and so uh then we see vision being created um and coming into um coming into being Ooh. which is the greatest illusion of all and she finally stops letting out her emotion and she sees that vision is alive Ooh. this image of vision is alive uh, and then she just chooses to accept it by becoming black and white as well to live out this, you know, this new reality that she's in. Yeah, um, and yeah, that was a that was a really cool scene. Um, probably the best one in the in the episode um, to see how the the hex was uh, was created. Um, again, like I said. Lots of questions like, what is vision then within the hex? Um, is it literally just one's memory, or you know, what what is he? Because he seems to be able to be seen and be interacted with other people quite normally. Um, so it's not like it's just one. It's not just one who's seeing him. Do you know what I mean? Like it's he's a real person there. So. Um, 
Yeah, so we see that, and then we 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 come back to the the present day. Wanda hears the children, her kids, calling her. Um, they're in trouble, um, and yes. she exits where she is, and she she goes running to help them. And she sees. See, I, I waited until this point, and yeah, maybe this is a contentious podcast. <laughs> I went to this point to, to pick you up on something because you said earlier that you felt that Agatha could be, you know, she's trying to find out what Wanda's doing and all this kind of stuff um, in order to try to um, mentor her to help her to harness these powers. Now, I'm sure there are easier ways of mentoring people by than like grabbing their children by the neck. Um, I'm not sure that's the best method of mentoring. <laughs> mentoring. Hey, once again, when it comes to witchcraft, I am not an expert. You know, true, mind, she did true. kill her mama. Uh, and she did kill an innocent dog. Uh, so, so, in my opinion, her just taking the kids and putting them on a leash really isn't that bad, to be fair. I mean, come on, when you go to the mall, you see people with the kids on leashes there, too. You know, all the kids have to do was take a step backwards, and they would have been fine. <laughs> but they're, they're leading forward. I'm like, step back. Why, why are you walking forward? Do you not get how leashes work? <laughs> um, you know, but I think that, you know, when it comes to vision, when it comes to her kids, these are all illusions. And I think Agatha fully gets that they're all illusions. And I think that, like I said, in the beginning, she was just curious to see who this powerful person was. She was expecting this person to be competent at what they're doing. And then she sees that this person has no idea what they're doing. I think that her mind is now starting to think, instead of me trying to, because um, I, I wanted to seek how she did it so I could do it myself, instead of her seeing how she can get the information, she's seeing yeah. how she can control this power now. And the only way you can get good control is by being, you know, the mentor, being an authority over. And I think that that's the angle that she's going to go into moving forward, um, is that she's going to try to find herself in a position to help educate Wanda, to make her an ally, and to be able to, over a period of time, hopefully tap into this power herself. Because it seems like she understands that Wanda is more powerful than she is, but she's more knowledgeable than yeah, I, I... in this realm. <laughs> I kind of, I get your point, but I just feel like she's got ulterior motives. Like in the same way that she was seen to be absorbing the powers um, very early on in the the first scene of the episode of the of the the show today, I kind of feel like she wants to absorb um, one of those powers. So uh, I'd love it. I'd love it if it was a hundred percent. There was a. 100%. She is going to try and help Wanda through this and 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 be a mentor, like you said. But yeah, I, no, I, I I get you, dude. Because like, here's the thing: if she's able to absorb uh, Wanda's powers, she'll level up big time, hundred percent. With her knowledge and with Wanda's powers, she's gonna be huge. Um, but she knows 
that she's the Scarlet Witch. So that means that the Scarlet Witch must be some type of prophecy in their society. Like, she must be something special and significant that they all are supposed to know about that Wanda just hasn't been educated in. And so, like I said, I think originally she wanted to come and take this power. I think she wanted to figure out how she could acquire this power, and she was just curious. I think that since she sees the ignorance there, I think in the long term she's going to end up being in a mentor position. I do believe that she is uh, an evil person, but here's the thing. like In the beginning of the episode, she allowed the witches to take her to the, to the, to the stick. To the, <laughs> to the twig, <laughs> uh, to the thing, and she allowed them to to get that far. She kept asking, "I need you to teach me. I need you to teach me." I didn't know what I was doing. My I just absorbed it basically, uh, and I'm thinking there is a side of her that might want um, just to be educated and, and to know more to acquire more power. <laughs> but when she's pushed, then she's like, "You know what? She doesn't want to play that way." I'll play that way too and take y'all out. You know, because, yeah. you know, why didn't she do that from the beginning? Just suck all their powers and just drain them from the beginning. I didn't know it's better mm. TV this way. Yeah, no, she that, chose that's, to have like a bit of like fair. mercy. That's fair. Like, yeah. <laughs> why, why is she taking so long to kind of show her hand? Um, it was also super. It's. It's a kind of a big reveal that she said at the end that this is chaos magic and you are the Scarlet Witch. Um, The reason why it's so big is because the X-Men and the X-Men universe has been under the the, um, ownership of Fox Studios. So um, this is just to do with like rights and everything. So um, even when... uh, um, Wanda and Pietro turned up in um, the MCU, they were not allowed to be called Scarlet Witch or Quicksilver um, because that's a callback to the mutant universe. And because the mutant universe is being owned by Fox, they just had to be known by their first names. So to actually have somebody call Wanda by her proper superhero name that's actually quite a big reveal. Um, so, and it's nice to kind of see her being referred to as the Scarlet Witch finally after like, I don't know how many years um, since she came in Age of Ultron. But yeah, no, it was, it was you know, that's pretty, uh, pretty big that they've actually got to, they're able to use her, her proper title now. And that's why we have Kurtman do the news and the announcements because he knows his information that's important to know. Because <laughs> when I heard Chaos Magic, I was like, okay, cool, Chaos Magic, cool. Scarlet Witch, cool. I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> but you're like, no, I, I know my stuff. Um, and also, uh, I, I believe, as far as I'm aware, that Wanda is going to be in the new Doctor Strange movie. Um, so if they... If it is confirmed that she's using magic, then that would explain why she's kind of in the story involving the Sorcerer Supreme, Doctor Strange. Um, so I think that's how she ties into that. And plus also with the kind of reality shift and stuff as well, that's probably probably why she'll be in it. But um, yeah, that, that's um, I think that kind of opens the door for Doctor Strange for sure. And that also ties up my... My, my my side of the conversation earlier, like you say that 
it's most likely that she's here for sinister reasons. And I and I'm not disagreeing with that whatsoever. Um, but the question is, who would help Wanda to be able to grow in her abilities and her understandings of her magic? Yeah. If Agatha is gone, we still have Doctor Strange, who is a great wizard. You know, so so yeah, so that is the other alternative to the storyline where Agatha is a hundred percent a sinister villain, and they're using to make her to be the big bad for the season. And the whole goal then would be to overthrow this influence of Agatha, and then to get you know Wanda with Doctor Strange so that way she could learn how to use yeah, the powers 100%, properly 100%, and how to understand I think, um, what she's doing. The Wanda doesn't even really know what what she's doing. She doesn't realize how powerful she is. Um, so yeah, maybe this is the start of her journey to becoming one of the um, one of the most powerful beings in the in the universe. But I think you, you mentioned last week about um, the Nexus, right? Um, that that they they like um, they're almost like an elite yes. level of of superhero, and and Wanda falls into that category. I think. So last week, I wanted to find out more about who this you know Pietro was. And we got a little bit of an indication of that as well. Last week, Wanda says, that man is not your uncle. Don't call him Uncle P. Uh, he's you know, Pietro. I was like, hey, you know, he's not even, he's not even Pietro. He's uh, you know, Pietro. I was Pietro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, hey, you know, I couldn't get the guy, you know, he got holes in his body. I wasn't the whole rising dead thing, but he's nasty. He's in another country. She didn't have time, didn't have the, didn't have the miles. <laughs> you know, I tried to be united, but then they kicked him off. <laughs> Couldn't keep the mask on him. It was just a big thing. Uh, and so, you know, she, she introduces this character. She didn't really say who this guy was, but she said, it's not your brother. Yeah. Uh, and she said, but you're just so in your own grief yeah. that you would just would have believed anything. So I thought that was quite deep as well. Um, I think that, you know, if Wanda had had a little bit more sense and been more in her right mind, she'd have been like, which, please? <laughs> what you saying? Who's that? That's not my brother. <laughs> Let my kids go. <laughs> That's why she needs Rambo around. Rambo and like, which, please? <laughs> So after that reveal of her being the Scarlet Witch, we then once again see the 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 scene go to black and we're hoping and we're waiting for more of another taste of an end credit scene. I'm sitting there, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm rocking back and forth, waiting. And I'm and I see one vision come up and it just blacks out. I'm like, oh, okay. Is this you better? Don't don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. And sure enough. We got Hayward at the compound saying, all right, it's about ready to launch. Let's check this out. And uh, once again, if you didn't see the end clip because you thought it was over, <laughs> you need to stop this and go check it out. Well, pause this because, you know, <laughs> pause this and go check it out. He goes in there and apparently they're using the drone that Wanda had control over and uh, to the, the influence of her powers from that. They're using that to power vision. Now, this vision does not look like our normal vision. He is all <laughs> white. And he don't look happy whatsoever. <laughs> and, you know, I was just like, oh, snap. It's, it's about to get serious this next episode. We got Agatha doing her thing. We have 
evil vision doing his thing and then we have illusion yeah. i'm saying he's an illusion i think this vision that we're that we're dealing with inside is an illusion you know he's gonna be it's gonna be a big showdown I it is yeah an and, amazing um, episode i think that's the last this just came episode to my, my, well, my head it? just now as you were talking um remember darcy last week sent off a file to um agent Wu. And they said that the thing was called Operation Cataract. Um, so I think that's maybe why he he looks the yes. way that he does. Um, but yeah, not he looks very kind of nightmarish. Like not yeah, not Vision's always been kind of very friendly and down to earth in the in the films. But yeah, this looks like a. Uh, plot twist coming up here. Yeah, um, because you know, cataracts yeah. are like white, cloudy things that come over your vision. But I hope that's not his. So, I hope that's but, not his superhero name. You know, so, <laughs> hey, uh, cataracts. I, <laughs> I am, I am cataract. <laughs> Which please? Here's my partner. Here's my partner, Squinty. <laughs> <laughs> Cat Ray Charles in the background just swaying by the side <laughs> playing Stevie Wonder singing. <laughs> it's a bl- it's a blind move. Oh, oh, up and taking over the world. Um, what's going to happen to Darcy? Where is the vision that um, Wonder's created? Um, do we see what um, Agatha's? like ultimate plan like um will that be revealed um what's happening going to happen with the hex what's happening to the people in the hex the cataract what's he how's he going to impact the story um what yeah i I feel there's a lot to tie up in one episode in one 40 minute episode anyway so i'm hoping that next week is a little bit longer um, but I really do hope we get some kind of closure to all the questions that we want to see answered, and um, hopefully it'll be a an epic um, season finale to kind of match the epicness that has been One Division um, so far. No, definitely. <laughs> it happens, bro. It I happens. completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> So what, what's your oh, yeah. what do you what would you like to see? What's your predictions um, for next week? Uh, so predictions for next week. It is it's like you said. It's a lot on for next week. I mean, we have we have to find a way to wrap up the Hayward story to see who he's working for, uh, to see why he wanted to have Vision online, uh, Cataract online, the way that he is. What influence is he going to do inside the Hex? Will he actually make it into the Hex? I'm assuming he will. Uh, so my prediction is this. Um, maybe uh, Cataract is going to break through the Hex. He's going to um, catch up with Wanda. Wanda's going to be a little bit confused as to what's happened to Vision. Because um, remember, Wanda hasn't seen Vision since she's extended the Hex. So maybe she might think that it's just a, a side effect of him being outside the hex and coming back in. I don't know. But then I think she's going to be surprised by how Cataract treats her. And they're going to work. Um, 
Cataract and Agatha are going to work together to probably oppose Wanda. And then we see Vision come in, and then that's when the big fight takes place. Um, what I'd like to see um, answered is what <laughs> happened to Rambo. Um, what's going to happen with this uh, fake Tro uh, character as well? Uh, because that means there's three opposing forces, um, and there's three. Uh, it's three on three, basically. We got we got Wanda, we got Rambo, mm. we got Vision, we got Pietro, we got Agatha, and we got Cataract. So it's three on three. It should be a pretty good fight scene um, happening in the next one, and then we need to kind of have yeah uh, a bit of a um, plus the kids like what the, the Marvel universe. So. What's going to happen with the kids, and and how does that resolve itself? Just as you were talking there, like you were saying that Wonder hasn't really known where Vision is since she extended the hex. Isn't that a bit strange? Given what we've seen in this episode today, because she created this whole thing just to be with Vision, and now Vision's almost outside of the loop. She does, yeah, she doesn't seem to care. Uh, and ultimately, maybe, you know, because she's got her kids, it's different now, but it seems weird that it was her motivation was to be with Vision um, based on this episode. But then for nearly, what, three episodes now? She doesn't know where he is, and it's not a concern for her. Oh, you know, hands hands up. She's got a lot going on. <laughs> There's enough to be getting, keeping her attention for sure. But just seems a little bit strange um, <laughs> that she's not as concerned about his whereabouts as maybe she should be. Yeah, and also we have to, you know, yeah. possibly leave open for the possibility of uh, just movie time. You know. Uh, we don't know how long she's been in this conversation for. She's been going to these different universes, uh, the, the different you know memories she's been serving. We don't know how long that that whole thing took. Because I'd like to think that Vision should have flown there by now. Because uh, I mean, seriously, what are you doing, Vision? <laughs> Get a move on, man. Uh, and so, so yeah, I think that. Uh, I'd have to once again, Kevin Feige, you owe me a thank you. Uh, just chalk it up to just just movie timing. Um, and I think that what with these kids, I think with the kids, with with Vision, once the hex is gone, they're going to be gone. That's my thought. I know some people are saying, well, with the with the kids, that's a good setup for the Young Avengers or whatever, because uh, they they're actual characters. Yeah, they are actual characters, but I think to try to incorporate them, I don't know. I, it, it might be quite messy to try to incorporate these these characters. Into yes, the universe, yeah, yeah. instead of letting them just um, fade away and let that be like a foreshadowing of what could come. Yeah, and once again, how? Yeah, did, how? Yeah, you know, it makes no how sense. How did it happen? Um, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because people love their, nano, love their iPhones, matter. but there's no shuffles walking around. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I th- I think <laughs> exactly. Agatha did say something. She was like, uh, Wanda was like, oh, um, she referred to them as my children, and Agatha kind of mocked her and was like, ha, you think they're your children, kind of thing. Um, so yeah, hopefully we get answers to who they are and how they came into into being. And that emphasizes my accent theory, like. 
Wanda was not trying to be in her reality of her world. She was like, look, yeah, yeah, yeah. serious in here if you don't let my kids go. And that's why the Sokovian accent came from. She was, she was, she was Sokovian on that girl. She was ready to, she was ready to throw down. And, and then I was like, it's funny how the accent comes in and out. I ain't scared of you. Which, please? I'm gonna uh, give so it. Being said, what rating would you six. give this show? Um, yeah, <laughs> six. You are contentious today. <laughs> you are. You are me from last week. <laughs> um, man, I was. I was uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, to I'm gonna go with six. <laughs> um, great backstory with Wanda. Um, great to see dig a little bit deeper into her, her 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 life and some of the things that she's experienced and you know I like that they keep it real like she lost her brother and you know in superhero films you're not allowed to kind of pause and reflect on stuff so to see her actually trying to go through the like grieving process is, is more realistic um did it move the story on enough this week I'm not so sure uh, I feel like we could have missed one of the like 50s and 60s episodes um, and had another episode after this and then the finale. Um, but yeah, I, I, I didn't, it's not that I didn't enjoy it. I did enjoy it, but I just felt like I needed a bit more for... Um, before like the, the the season finale, I hear you. And if you also agree with Kurtman, you have an opportunity to share your thoughts, your predictions, and your favorite scene in Super Scene One Thirteen. It is our Facebook community. We would love for you all to join it. Now, remember, this is a safe space for for really? young people, for old people, they all love superheroes. So we have to make sure that our language is clean. Taking a note from Captain America, language! Uh, and so yes, if you'd like to be part of our community, please go on Facebook, join Super Scene 113, and you can leave your thoughts, you can leave your comments, you can also leave your rating as well, what you would rate this episode, because uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, and my rating... Okay. I would give it a, I would say a solid seven and a half. I wouldn't give it a full eight, okay? Because uh, okay. it was it was good. Um, I might even, I might give it an eight. You know, I might. I think I'm, I think I'm gonna lean to the eight because, uh, in terms of backstory, everything in it I felt made very good sense to really say who the character was. It really gave me a good light in terms of who Agatha. Uh, was and what she was looking for and what she was expecting in my opinion I could be completely wrong about what I what my take is and you know next episode they'll be like actually this is what, what Agatha was doing I'll be like oh oh yeah yeah I'm a, I'm a moron uh, <laughs> uh, but in my opinion I thought that you know the way that I was kind of gauging the situation um, it just really made sense as to what was going on 
Um, I really laughed when you said that <laughs> the the song in the last episode didn't make much sense because it wasn't Agatha all along. Uh, she was just there all along and trying to get answers like we were. Uh, she basically had her own board at home saying, is it this? Is it that? Is it this? Could it be that? So, so yeah. So um, I'd say a solid eight. I really enjoyed it. In fact, this episode was slightly longer as well. Um, I think it was... Uh, it was well past 37 minutes. It was in the 40, some 40 plus minutes. And I was like, yes, this is longer. This is what I wanted from last week. Uh, and I felt like it wasn't dragging, but it felt <laughs> long enough. So I would say eight nachos. We're not chili dogs. We are in nachos, people. Eight nachos. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I could have went for one more nacho. I do wholeheartedly agree with you saying that we didn't need uh, the 50s and 60s episodes. Yeah. Um, because... Those were really literally just filling up time. Um, and it would have been better to um, maybe have another ep- episode just fully dedicated towards, you know, Hayward's intentions, what he was actually doing. Because um, we got, you know, uh, uh, we got Wanda, we got Agatha, no. we got uh, Monica, but we didn't really get much from Hayward, you know? So that would make sense to just swap that out for that, I would say, in my opinion. Um, but what are your thoughts? Once again, Super Scene 113 on our Facebook. Um, you can go join us, uh, leave your thoughts, leave your predictions, leave your favorite scenes there, and also tell us your ratings. We'd love to hear from you. You have an opportunity to be fully engaged and to build this community um, as we grow. Uh, we will be covering not just Marvel, we will be covering DC films as well. Anything that is cool, fun, and fictional with some type of hero or uh, vigilante or whatever, we will cover that for this particular community. Um, if you want to follow us, like Kurtman said at the beginning, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify Podcast, Anchor Podcast, and you can follow us and hear all our updates and our thoughts and also leave comments. If you want to leave a review, we would love it because we need to climb up that ladder for the number one spot. New rock stars, watch out. We are coming for you. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so please go ahead and leave a review for us. Help us to climb the ladder. And please share the love. Let people know that they can join the community. Super Screen 113. People, I want you guys to know, he's Kurtman, I'm Halo, and we could do this all day. <laughs> Which, please? <laughs>